following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona, Phoenix. Hey, Brother Mike, back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. You are about to listen to the nastiest Christian radio broadcast in the country. You're going to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and we don't care who likes it. We never have. Today's Bible study, church demons. The church spirits, they're taking over. Quickly call somebody. Tell them the radio program's on while I make some announcement from the website. Thank you for your help. Say, this is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road in the heart of Maricopa County, Arizona. On the website, you'll notice we have two live services every week, Thursday and Friday nights at 7 o'clock, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance. We never shut down for the COVID virus. Um, I saw that hoax coming and just ignored it. No problemo. On the website, uh, you'll see that all of our services are broadcast on our YouTube teaching channel, youtube.com slash House of Healing AZ. You can watch it live every Thursday and Friday night. Please sign up for our next free seminars. Our next seminar is uh, at the end of December, and uh, it's on the Encyclopedia of Biblical Spirits, Part 4. Our women's only seminar is coming up in January, January 16th, Saturday at 9 a.m. in the morning. That thing is the bomb. I'm also starting a basic training deliverance class, introductory training to deliverance and healing. It's free the third Saturday of every month starting at noon. Please come to that teaching. You're more than welcome, and it is free. Don't forget about the PayPal button and send us another donation. Don't forget about Sister Karen. She'll list your house for sale. She's on the homepage of the website. Don't forget about my daughter, Tara. She is a licensed therapist in the great state of Arizona. She's also on the homepage of the website. Church demons. What are you talking about, Brother Mike? I recently did a radio program on the maniac of Gadara. He was a patient who was uh, what we would call an SMI. He was severely mentally ill, and uh, he was possessed. He had a severe form of demon possession. But uh, that type of situation usually does not cause a problem for churches. Churches are usually not under attack by people who are like the maniac of Gadara. They're usually either in prison or they're homeless or something of that nature. Those type of demons, generally speaking, are not a threat to the Church of God in America. They are not a threat to the church denominations. They're usually not even in the churches. Uh, churches don't even have anything to do with them. They don't know what to do with them. They don't know how to help them. They send them to different secular services, and uh, obviously they put them on medication or they have to institutionalize them. But I'm going to read a story to you about the demons that have taken over 
99% of the churches in the United States, they are in charge and in control of the church denominations. Check out this story. It's right in the Bible. Mark chapter 7. Okay. They brought to him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. The Greek word for impediment in his speech there is uh, mongolalos, and it's, it's uh, where we get our English term, a mongoloid. And uh, this person had speech and hearing deficits. They begged him to put his hands upon him, and he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ear. He spit and touched his tongue. He looked up to heaven. This is Jesus now. He looked up to heaven, and he sighed and said, Ephrathah, which is Syriac. The man he was ministering to did not speak Hebrew. He spoke Syriac. Jesus, as you know, was multilingual. He probably knew a half a dozen languages fluently. And Ephrathah in Syriac means be opened. And straightway his ears were opened. The string of his tongue was loosed. He spoke plainly. Now here you have a case of a person who was physically ill with speech and hearing deficit. And uh, it apparently had nothing to do with demons. So he just needed healing. And what Jesus did was he stuck his fingers in his ear. He spit in his hand and he touched his tongue with some spit. Why did he do that? Well, no one knows. But my guess is Jesus was trying to illustrate to people that there's no set pattern for ministering healing. Each person has to develop their healing gift and their healing procedures through prayer and on their own, best suited to their own particular personality temperament or personality. But the next one in Mark chapter 1, check this out. Earlier, Jesus had run into a spirit that was in the church. Mark chapter 1, verse 23. There was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. Now here you see the guy with the speech and hearing deficits was outside the church. He was physically ill, and he got healed. That would be like uh, seeing somebody healed on the street. I've done street ministry work in the past and have seen people healed right out on the street. They usually get healed pretty easy. It's, it's quite remarkable, beautiful. But here you see the main problem of the church in America is that it has been invaded and infiltrated and infected by demons, religious demons, critical spirits, spirits of infirmity, unclean spirits, the whole rack of demons, but usually not the ones that cause SMIs or severe mental illness or total insanity like the maniac of Gadara I taught on in the radio program yesterday. This spirit was inside of a man who was able to talk and walk normally. Nobody knew he had a demon. And this is exactly what happens in our churches. They're infected or infiltrated with people who have spirits. They don't know they have them. And they cause, you know, strife and confusion and different things in the church. 
But nobody knows they have demons because churches don't believe people can have demons and people don't aren't focused on the spirit world, spiritual warfare, or demons anymore. So they all these people are flooding into our churches who are infected with demons. And right here in Mark chapter 1 is a perfect example of it. There was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he started yelling. It says he cried out. Well, this Greek word, anakrazo, means that he was yelling and kept yelling louder. The Greek word for yelling is kradzo, and this is anakrazo, which is worse. So this guy starts to make an incredible scene in the church. And suddenly the demons take over the man's mind. He switches. As I mentioned in yesterday's program, he's a dipsychus. He has two souls. One soul is his, the real person, and the other soul is the fake soul that contains the demons and the altered states and other personalities. You probably know someone who has who is a dipsychus, who has their personality switched to almost like another person, sometimes right when you're talking to them. They'll have a facial change, or their eyes will look different, or their personality will suddenly change. They're fine one minute, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're steaming mad. It's quite remarkable, and you see it all the time. Well, this guy switched, and this demon starts yelling loud, let us alone, what have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know you. I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. Now, that Greek word for I know there is not the normal word for knowing, which is gnosko. It's actually the Greek word idu. It means I, it means to see. I can see, he says, I see who you are. You're the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him. And said, quote, hold your peace and come out of him. The Greek word for hold your peace there is famao. Famao means to shut up. Shut up. Come out. And as you can imagine, the people were absolutely shocked. Nobody did deliverance like that back then. We do it all the time at the Arizona Deliverance Center. I read all of Jesus's exorcisms and copied them myself because I wanted to be like my master. I wanted to do it like the boss did it, so to speak. As the expert in this field, the Lord Jesus was obviously the history's greatest exorcist, no question. Verse 26 in Mark chapter 1 says, when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out. The Greek word for torn there is sparasso, it means to have an epileptic seizure. Now, whenever you cast demons out of people, particularly if they're church demons, you're going to have manifestations, and you're not going to be able to get away from it. Jesus couldn't get away from it, and you're not going to be able to get away from it either. There are some deliverances that, that say uh, they claim that they command the demons to Say nothing, do nothing, come out without tearing or ripping. Uh, those deliverances are never complete. They're only partial deliverances, and a bunch of other demons stay in the person and go dormant. 
You will have manifestations. We have them at the Deliverance Center. Uh, we I don't focus on them at all. I go right past them as quickly as I can. But you're going to have them, and Jesus had them, and here the guy has an epileptic seizure, and the demon starts Kradzo yelling again, and then he came out. Verse 33, in the synagogue, in the synagogue, in the church, there was a man which had an unclean spirit of an unclean devil. That's in Luke chapter 4. This story is told twice in the Bible, once in Mark 1 and Luke chapter 4. If you are in this condition and you're able to function normally at work, at church, in school, what have you, but you sense that you have spirits, you have lust and anger and depression and other emotional problems that you cannot control and cannot get healed of, those days are over. 602-636-5800. Come for help, please, before it's too late. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.